Man, we back, we back, we back, we back for another one. Again, man, it's Ayachi Media, Bars of a Beef Conversion, interview with Katash, comedian slash rapper. Brother, you're doing it all, man. And we want to say welcome to the room. We're going to introduce everybody in the room. I am Vel, one of the hosts. I have my co-host, Rip, and my co-host, Tarika. Rip, man, this is another amazing interview. How you doing tonight, bro? Man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Just 
in here vibing out with everybody. Shout out to the audience, Jahan. We just missed 10K. Uh, Chiquita, Lil Jason, Jacob. Uh, you know, we got a few people in the room tonight, man. We just ready to get it in, ready to get this uh, conversions going. You know what I'm saying? And and here's some new stuff from Katash. Here's some new things that he has going on. You know, see if he's tapping in with us for the live show here in Atlanta, August 28th. Talk about bars over beef season one we got a few things to discuss uh but yeah man i want to uh see how my homegirl tarika's doing how you doing tarika hey everybody um good evening good evening i'm doing good just trying to make sure my phone is on point i'm excited i want katash to tell some jokes because <laughs> i know he's funny he got bars too though but he's funny though um i'm doing good how's everybody else doing man we great we great we great well i want to say man without further ado the man of the hour, Katash. Well, this is Conversions. And normally, man, we ask some questions. But basically, what we're doing is having a conversation with you, man. We want audience to, you know, get to know you, know who you are, what you've been doing, what you got going on, and all those type of things. We, we usually lead off with Tarika. You know, she's the lady of the room. You know what I mean? Lady on the uh -huh. team, man. So, Tarika, man, you got any questions? You want to jump it off with Katash? Yes, I do. I got a couple questions. The first question I want to ask is just, Katash, can you just tell me about yourself? Like, where are you from? You know, what was growing up like? Why'd you become a comedian? Um, I know in the competition, you didn't tell us if you had any kids or not. Like, are your kids older? You got some little kids that be getting on your nerves? Like, I just want to know all of that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, let me see. Let me see. What, what was the first thing you said? You said I said, so much. where are you I just, from? You know, Where'd you grow up? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven five seven Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Hampton Rose, uh, P Town, Virginia. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's where I'm from. Okay, and um, and how, like, okay, so you grew up in Virginia. So what made you become a comedian? Like, what? Why, why did you think? What made you think you was funny? Like, did people used to like tell you you were funny, or you just naturally knew you were funny? I'm just one. I've always been kind of hyper. You know what I mean? And um. And, and and okay so let me see here all right so it all started up uh, when i was 12 like you know rap and all that kind of stuff rapping and all that and um and i i've always been a prodigal joker i think i get that um like from my grandma because my grandma man my grandma used to put cigarettes in between my granddaddy toes and stuff man i mean she you know she was just she used to wild out you know and uh and I, I took a lot of that away from my, my grandparents, you know what I'm saying, um, scaring people and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, And I've always, comedy, man, comedy, comedy. The reason what we're really, I mean, this is going to be way too far back for y'all, man. But uh, Robert Townsend, y'all might remember him from um, um, Heartbeats, uh, the five heartbeats. Well, I remember him from Robert Townsend and, and Friends, HBO special, before Living Color even dropped. And it was like a lot of this, a lot of the cats from a living color, you know, like Tommy Davidson and Damon Wayans. Uh, they had Robin Harris on that jank. And um, man, it was just, it was just a great time, man. And, uh, um, I remember the skits and I was like, man, it's just so funny. I, I, I loved it. I loved it. And um, I want to be a part of it, but I just, I'm just an entertainer. So it was like, you know, I went, I went, uh, I went to hip hop route when I was 12. I started rapping and, and stuff like that, but always, you know what I'm saying? I, I just always like comedy, you know what I'm saying? Comedy's been my thing, you know. So I mean, um it just gradually happened as I as I got older, um, seeing that being on stage, you know, rapping and, and then people would see I'm real hype and I keep the energy up 
they would get me to host their shows. And when I'm hosting their shows, I'm bringing the energy and then, um, you know, I'm making people laugh. And I was like, man, I might be able to do this comedy thing. So that's kind of how, how, how it hit off, how it started off. All right. I like that. I like that. Okay. So last question that I want to ask is like, I know you just said like Robin Townsend and um, a lot of other people were like your inspiration, but like right now, if you had to go against like some comedian, like on a, uh, I don't know, bars over beef comedy edition, like a, 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 a comedian that's out there, who would it be like, who do you think you could really just like, really like be on a, on a level or you think that, they, that you're on their level now? Cause there's a lot of current comedians that's doing good and, you know, I just want to know, like, who do you compare yourself to or, you know, don't compare yourself to? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, that's that's a real easy question, man. I, I compare myself to this real, real – I mean, this dude fire, man. I ain't going to front, man. Um, I think I can get him, though. Um, This cat named Katash, man. You know, uh, real good, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's really who, who I compare myself with because uh, this whole comedy game, man, it's, uh, it's not a race. It's a marathon, you know what I mean? So, like, you might have heard that saying before, especially, like, from older people and stuff. But, um, yeah, man, um, I'm peeping out what I'm doing, man. And and it's crazy. This year right here has been my most, so far doing comedy for seven years, this has been my most successful year uh, doing comedy. I mean, just yesterday uh, I, I got to close out um, – an event uh, over at uh, uh, Bush Gardens out here, man. Uh, you know, amusement park out here, man. And I got to do comedy. It was at a, a Pride event. You know, I ain't even part of the Pride community. I'm an ally. You know what I'm saying? But yo, I closed that chain out and I slammed it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, you know, it's it's awesome. I, I like what I'm doing this year, man. Um, I'm here in Atlanta. You know, I mean, well, I'm not. I'm in VA right now, but I mean, I'm going back and forth to Atlanta. You know, saying I smashed New York. You know, saying I'll be going to L.A., you know, um, you know, and man, I, I just I love what's going on. This is my most successful year as a comedian and it's just going to get better. Well, I love that. Thank you. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. I, I, I like it. I love it. Uh, you got great energy, man. Uh, go ahead. Bill. I didn't, I didn't uh, want to interrupt you. Go ahead. I uh, know I was making sure Tariq is she had any more questions right now. She continue. No, nah, I don't have any more right now. I'm good. I'm I'm gonna come back with some I got some other questions, but I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and ask y'all questions. Well, Katash, man, I wanna ask you, man, uh, about your upbringing, man. How was it, brother? How was it coming up in the in, in the hood, in the projects, in the suburbia? You know, where are you from? How was your your upbringing, man? We wanna know a little bit about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, can, can y'all still hear me good? Because I think I did something wrong. <laughs> y'all still hear me? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yo, check it out. Uh, my upbringing, man. So, man, uh, and this this is going to go along with my music, right? So, um, I, so I, I grew up in kind of what is was like the suburbs, you know, kind of basically, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when I was born, uh, you know, 44 years ago, uh, my parents, uh, well, my mom and my grandma, my grandfather, they had got out of the hood. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a good time story. Yeah, I guess they kind of moved over like Jefferson. I mean, we live in the suburbs, but it was still like a closet house. But I'm just saying, we ain't live in, you know, the projects. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I came when I came along, we ain't live in the projects. I missed that whole project thing. But I regretted it as a kid because I would watch you know, uh, naughty by nature, 
And all by nature, be like, yo, if you ain't never been to the hood, don't come to the ghetto because you wouldn't understand the ghetto. So keep your out the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, I need some bad stuff to happen in my neighborhood so I can write about it. You know, rapping the inspiration. You know what I'm saying? I used to look out the window hoping that something bad would happen outside, you know. Or that day that dude, um, you know, he's he standing outside. Oh, he walking out the car. Oh, yeah. He might shoot that. Oh, man, they shaking hands, man. God, why you won't let bad stuff happen in my neighborhood, man? Why bad stuff can't happen in my neighborhood? I used to pray, Lord, let something bad happen. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's the reason I became a Christian rapper. Um, Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's all I was seeing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I was a kid. But uh, lo and behold, God answered prayers, you know, and um, I got to live in the hood when I was an adult. And uh, I'm glad I don't live in the hood no more. Um, <laughs> I don't want to live in the hood because I don't understand the hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my upbringing, man. We, I had a good upbringing. We was up and I was in church and all that good stuff, man. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, I never, uh, you know, did drugs and that kind of thing. That never been my thing. I ain't, now don't get it twisted. I ain't perfect. You know what I'm saying? I was into the ladies. That's my thing. My, there's the ladies, the girls and all that. But no, drugs, not, nah, that, it still ain't my thing, man. I, I just, it just, it don't do nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I, I had a good, I got a decent upbringing, man. I was, I was a good kid, man. A good kid. I used to get in trouble. I used to skip school. Then my 10th grade year, I ended up repeating because I missed 80 days in school. Because I was doing with this, you know, y'all hear that? Uh-huh. Yeah. We in the lunchroom rapping and stuff, having a good time, <laughs> you know, having some lunch. I don't know. But uh, we was in there. That's all I did. I would skip class so we could go and bang on the tables in each lunch period. I see Norcom High School represent, you know what I'm saying? We we won a, um, a Steve Harvey um, hoodie award. Let, just to let y'all know, man. Um, yeah, Norcom won no joke back in the day. But uh, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I missed 80 days in my class. And then, you know, um, a couple of days is because I decided I was going to walk home seven hours because uh, my girlfriend won at work, I mean, at school, you know what I'm saying? So I can get some and then try to get back in time. It just, you know, it's just stupid stuff you used to do as a kid, man. Stupid stuff, man. But uh, yeah, that's, that's my upbringing. I was a good kid, but you know, just like any other kid, uh, you know, I did some crazy stuff. Man, I'll say what that you talk about, you know, it's not to be saying you want something bad to happen in your, in your community, but at the same time, the mind of a comedian, the mind of an artist to articulate in your artistic form of seeing something that you want to use for your art or your, you know, your comedic or for your music. So you thinking like a comedian, what does that take? Do you take negatives and turn them into the positive? How does a comedian think when they're writing jokes and looking for some type of tragedy and turn it into a positive? Oh man, that's exactly right, bro. Yeah, um, that's that's what you do, man. You you do take a a negative and turn it into a positive, man. I got so many negatives in my life, man. You know, uh, like okay, so now I've been married for sixteen years, but it ain't been to the same woman. Um, you know, that's that's a uh, that's a positive and a negative. It, it's funny, um, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I've been that I've been a step baby daddy three times. You know, what I'm saying, and um. It's also crazy that you know I've actually raised eleven kids. Um, I raised eleven kids, and only three of them crumb snatches was mine, you know. But I raised them kids, and it's for a reason. And I just ripped comedies helped me realize why I did that, because I personally I was a child 
born out of uh what do you call it i, I want to say the, the the word that people don't like hitting so i'm gonna say uh sexual assault i was born out of sexual assault right and if my daddy was still alive he would probably have to uh sign one of them sex registries or something like that you know um but with that i didn't really have a father even though i knew the cat he went to the church i went to and he would be drunk every time i see him and only thing i ever got from this dude was a, a paper airplane and a five dollar check that would bounce and um i wanted to be a father uh to kids that didn't have a father so i guess i just went overboard with it you know what i'm saying uh, you know what i'm saying uh, she got three kids hey you know what i'm saying uh, hey, the kids come with me and, and and but man it's been a blessing raising them kids man you know especially the first set uh of uh step kids i had man because they're still near and dear to my heart to this very day man and um they still come around they um you know saying my my oldest uh stepson he get he gave me 200 dollars for father's day i mean you know money is the weight of my heart and he gave me 200 dollars for father's day that's that's just a blessing man um yeah man um yeah 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 so yeah tragedy um me i even talk about my father um what he did to my mom but how i got here and i found out that i got a new sister every two months and um that's the reason why i married a white woman because um i ain't want to have no sister cousins yeah 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 i, I, I literally uh no joke man i i got a nephew um um he called me Kunkel because he uh he my cousin and my nephew you know you you should you should hear some of these conversations we be had. He'd be like, "Yo, what up, what up, Uncle Conkle?" I'd be like, "What up, Kev? You? That's my Conkle. That's my Kev. You? You know, it's is you know, it's, it's crazy." But um, you know, we we know the story. You know, my sister is also my cousin, so um, you know, we don't want to do that no more. We we <laughs> we don't want to do that no more. So you know, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's um, that's part of my story, y'all. <laughs> are, are you are you using uh are you using any of this for your stand up? Do you use any of this? Oh yeah, I I talk about a lot of this stuff, man. I talk about a lot of this stuff, man. It's a, it's a lot of this uh has a yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk about a lot of my life, man. Uh I I talk about the fact that uh my second ex-wife um you know, she she was with more women than me, you know what I'm saying? Um which is crazy, you know, cuz chick was pansexual, panoramic, pandemic. She was all the pans uh, except for uh, cooking in the kitchen. That's the only pan she wouldn't um, touch. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I talk about all of it, man. Like, my, my, my first ex-wife, y'all, she, um, she stole my identity, right? And I found out I graduated from Norfolk State University with a nursing's degree and a cosmetology degree. So, you know. I ain't never stepped foot on the campus, but you know, I can do any of y'all hair, you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. You do lashes too. <laughs> I, I I gotta I gotta ask her. I will call up and see what you got. <laughs> hey man, I almost spit my damn E forty wine out fucking with you, man. <laughs> and that's hey, that's some strong shit. That's about seventeen percent. <laughs> wow <laughs> you're gonna burn the carpet if you spit that out brother <laughs> well holding your cop <laughs> awesome wood floors oh yeah 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 what'd you say bill 
I said, you have any questions for Katash, bro? He over here got me rolling, dog. Man, I'm in tears a little <laughs> bit, man. My, 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 my eyes are starting to water, you know, like I'm cutting onions. But now, look, I got a few questions for Katash, <laughs> a few questions for yeah, you, yeah. brother. Like, I'm going to start it off by saying, um, what do you think about um, an introvert hmm. doing stand-up comedy? How does, that, how does that. that look? How does that look? How do you think that would look for an introvert to try to to try to do stand up comedy? Because in my opinion, I feel like to be a comedian, that takes a lot of courage. And it, and, and for me personally, I feel like it's an extroverted job. So if there are introverts that are comedians, I sure would like to know, because if it's possible for for somebody that's that's not quick on their feet to be successful as a stand up comedian, I think that speaks high volume if they're an introvert. Is there, mm. is there, what's your thoughts on that? I love that question, man. I absolutely love that question because I'm always encouraging people that are introverts to uh, do comedy. Um, believe it or not, uh, I didn't always I didn't always come across as an introvert. I'm pretty introverted now. I'm just a person that can have a conversation with anybody I meet anywhere and i'm always trying to see if i'm gonna make them laugh i'll be looking back at people all the time <laughs> at the grocery store and stuff i mean saying stuff and like you see what's easy gonna hit the end you know what i'm saying so but uh uh but no i i was an introvert uh up to uh i guess i was like in the seventh grade and stuff i think when when girls and girls got interested in me and i started getting interested in girls i think i i started being a little introverted but then i would be a little nervous but uh yeah okay so um, enough about me i'm talking about talking about your question so uh, i always encourage people that are introverts go ahead and do comedy not so they can be an introvert but because they can use that awkwardness as comedy because it's funny um when there's someone that's an introvert that um if they could display that introvertness on stage on purpose that would be amazing because introverts are also funny too um they just they just don't want to they're afraid to i mean getting on stage and doing comedy and not having music behind that that help you you know saying each and every word that you do to a rhythm and all that and everything you got to bring out funny stuff all the time you know it's, it's a lot of pressure and um and, and it can make you vomit i mean I vomited on myself uh, <laughs> when, I, when I first started, man. I, I vomited. I remember the very first time I vomited. I went on stage. I was so nervous about what I was going to do. And I didn't know if it was going to go over well. And it went over well, but it was too late. You know, saying that that is not what the Bojangles food said in my stomach because that jank came out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> all over the floor. And I, didn't even, I made it to the bathroom right after I got off stage. And um, it, it's it's just a it, it's a nervous nervous tick. Um, I used to have the issue of you know having to you know hit the bathroom you know prior to, to getting on stage, and it's always right before you know what I'm saying. Hey, you you number four, you going up number four, and um, shoot, I'm in number three and a half. I'm right in the bathroom, you know, trying to <laughs> trying to trying to get them sweet potatoes out of my stomach. You know what I'm saying? So um so it's 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 a it's a thing man but a a introvert a introvert i think i think some comedians might be introverts i mean you know you can't say eddie murphy isn't an introvert yeah um i can't think of any right now so so would you say you were an introvert at the beginning of your career 
Not in not in comedy, nah, not 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 even close. Okay. Nah, heck no. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. As as a as a as a youth, I, I was at a point, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, now I'm I'm overly outroverted. And and I'll tell you this too. I um I humbly um will turn into an introvert around a ridiculously outroverted person. I I will humbly do that. Because it can't be two of us in the same spot, so I I lay back and listen to them the whole time and act like it's all you know what I'm saying. I I I do that. I do that. You know what I'm saying. So I, so, you yeah. know, I guess that that rolls <laughs> really that rolls right into my next question. Um, you know, as far as being a <clears throat> excuse me, as far as being an introvert, uh, you know, extrovert, whatever you want to call it, outrovert. Um, are there any topics that you know, as a comedian, being an introvert or extrovert? would you advise that you guys need to stay away from or are there topics you guys don't want to touch because of what's going on in society? What, what would be some of those topics that, that you guys kind of get a, you think about it before you actually go out and, and put it in your standup or, you know, you just kind of, you think about it <laughs> either you do it or you don't, but what are some of those topics? Uh, a lot of those, I would say, um, I would say, um, homosexuality, you know, um, uh, like, uh, okay. It's, it's like, uh, like w- white cats. I mean, they ain't going to be saying the N word, you know what I'm saying? If they say the N word, it's going to be a problem and it's going to be a problem. It's just going to be a problem. It's really going to be a problem. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, um, with homosexuals, you know, if you ain't one of them, you, you can, t- I mean, Dave Chappelle is Dave Chappelle, you know what I'm saying? But you see, he, he gets, he getting a little bit of, um, you know, a little slack for you know that last special which i thought was great by the way um but yeah he's getting a little slack for that uh i know at, in my level i wouldn't touch on that type of thing I'll leave that alone you know what i'm saying um because you want support from that community i mean everybody's human beings you know um but yeah I, for me that uh what else um um to me Cats should stay away from disrespecting other people's religion. That right there, because you dividing the crowd. You divide the crowd. You don't want to divide the crowd. Um, as well as um, um, uh, that's all, I mean, pretty much some race stuff or whatever. That just 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 my opinion though, because some comedian says a real comedian is gonna talk about you know everything. And they don't care and they'll stand there without a laugh. But to me, a comedian is supposed to be there to get laughs. And you're trying to get the most universal laughs you can possibly get, you know, unless you just you're catered to one crowd only. And in myself, I'm I'm more of um, on a mainstream tip. So I want to cater to all crowds as possible. And you realize this when you do comedy, when you step on different stages, you realize, okay. So black people don't like this joke. White people don't like this joke or they don't get this joke because they don't understand it because they don't relate to it. So, and I, I do have a few jokes that I, when I, when I do it, I said, Oh, the white people know what it is. They white people laughing at it and the black people don't get it. And then the other way around when, you know, somewhere and, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my, my brothers and sisters, understand. Yeah, y'all understand. We'll tell y'all about it later. You know, I mean, sometimes I have to do that, but, you really want to be universal as possible if you want to hit mainstream, you know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Absolutely, man. That was a great, uh, great response, man. I like your responses. And, um, you know, a lot of it is, it seems like it's just based on great experience. Um, and, you know, I have another question, um, that I want to ask you and, and that's, you know, I got just, another just, answer. Hey man, let, let's, let's go, man. Cause <laughs> we're going to be playing this back in a minute. We're going to be listening yeah, to yeah, it on, yeah. on, on, on all platforms in a minute. But my question to you is if you have the opportunity to have a sit down, a dinner an interview, one of your favorite, most favorite inspirations, uh, being that you're a comedian, hmm. what comedian would that be whether they're deceased or alive? Okay. So if I could talk to any comedian, uh, deceased or alive dinner, and I would, dinner, I would go with... sit down interview. Uh, yes. Okay. So, um, what I can, can, can I, can I do a musician and a, and a, and a comedian you can too? You can go uh, whatever you want. It's your interview, brother. All right. So I'm going to say, far as comedians concerned, I would want to holler at Red Fox. Mm. And, and, uh, yeah, the reason, fire. yeah, the reason being is because something I didn't say is that I used to listen to Red Fox records and I used to go to school and I used to tell his joke. No one knew what the heck I got this stuff from, but I used to tell Red Fox jokes at, at school. And I think he, I like his cerebralness because that's, that's basically where I come from. I try to dumb it down just a slightly so um, I don't have to wait too long for the laugh. You know what I mean? But um, he is so cerebral and he wasn't physical. He wasn't physical. And um, but yeah, if, if I got dinner, it would definitely be with Red Fox. Now, on the other hand, if you would talk about a musician, uh, I would definitely sit down with Michael Jackson. There's no way. I would sit down with any other person besides him and um and get into his brain and 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 learn man from this cat man um yeah man yeah that's 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 definitely my answers man those are two two greats man two greats so you definitely yes. got two great picks um and and I see you got some great things going on brother um you know you're you're a funny guy we we enjoyed you in bars over beef season 1 we look forward to you uh, showing up to the Atlanta show if you can make it August twenty eighth. Uh, we definitely look forward to you uh, in Hold season up. two pa as well. Pa pause, pause, pause. So y'all got y'all gonna be in Atlanta in the twenty eighth of August. August twenty eighth, we have a live show in Atlanta with uh, right now we have quite a few uh, contestants from Bars Over Beef season one that some of them you probably went up against and beat. Uh, but you know, um, this is part of the game, so they they're coming back to get some some live action in Atlanta, man, August 28th from three to three to 9 PM. Uh, we're going to be doing some photo shoots with all the talent. That's a part of the competition. Um, uh, get you some good headshots. You know, a lot of you guys need some good photos, man, to, to push your brand. So we're given the opportunity to, to do some of that photos and videography involved so that you can get it ready for your, uh, for your brand EPK for your brand. So definitely be a great opportunity another great experience with bars over beef to um, you know empower the community and, and and just do some great things for you guys you know we're, we're going to continue to give back to you guys because you know that's what time it is man we've, we've done this long enough and now it's time to share what we know and give back as much as we can to you guys so we really appreciate you for being a uh, part of bars gonna, over beef i was general. gonna say man it, it, it's crazy i'm gonna be in atlanta uh starting on the 20 actually the 27th i'll be in atlanta 
for a whole Do y'all hear this? Do y'all hear this? For comedy. Wow. Yeah, I'll be I'll be at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. I'll be at the Punchline. Another wait, 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 wait. When you gonna be at the Atlanta Comedy Theater? Is that on a Saturday? Uh, I I don't think it's gonna be on a Saturday. I believe it's it's gonna probably be a the, that Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And we're Aww. also gonna be at a spot that's called a um, what's the name of the spot? Um, uh, let me see. There's a spot out there called uh, it's, it used to be called the Village, but now it's gonna be called the Legendary Fort ah, Legendary Fort something. Event center, it's uh in um hate hate. Oh yeah, I heard it. Um, that's not with a T. Nice oh, when you gonna be there? I'm gonna be there uh in the whole week. We we're doing a convention there, and performances at a lot of different spots. So like the Punchline, the Atlanta Comedy Theater, uh that spot I just told you about in Hateville. We're gonna be out there from the 28th until September 2nd. So so what, are you doing anything on that 28th? I don't know. I got to see what date that is. Uh, that is the first day of the convention. Um, but I can definitely get a way to, to um, you know, get on some, some, you know, some music, man, or whatever y'all have me out there doing. I'll do it. You hey, know, it's, that's it's, a Sunday. Yes, yeah, a Sunday. Uh, starts at three o'clock, man. And really what it is, is, you, you know, you get an opportunity to do what you did on the talent show on Clubhouse right here. Yeah. And I you're, just got to make sure. I gotta just make sure that's not the award show night because we got an award show going on with a lot of uh heavy hitters. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. I got I hope that's not it. If that's the same night, I ain't no way I can do that. James. So let me ask you this, Katash. <laughs> what you doing on Saturday? Cause we coming into Atlanta. Well, I'm coming into Atlanta on Saturday. A lot of people coming in on Saturday. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, what, what what's going on Saturday so we can come and laugh or whatever we need to do. I I um I don't know if I'm doing anything on Saturday, but I mean we can we can make something happen. I mean, we if if not, I mean, twenty seventh, I think that's the day I'm flying in. I gotta look at my calendar. Um, let me see the twenty seventh. Oh no, no, I'm flying in on the twenty sixth, so I'll be there on the twenty seventh. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let's make something happen on the twenty seventh. Let's make something happen on 27. Yeah, let's let's do it, man. But yeah, we just wanted to kind of share that with you, man. Uh, you know, because you see the PTRs, that's that's what you know, Jahan, Vail Rip, Tarika, that's the flyer for um, and I'm gonna send it to your uh, Instagram. That's okay. the flyer for August 28th. Uh, but I want to close it out before I know Vail got something to say to you. Uh, before we roll on to the next segment, I want to just ask you one more question. Um, and and that's just you know, it, it's a little personal question a little bit, but I mean it's I mean, if you ask us something personal like this, we got to say what it is, too. But would you say comedy is um, a profession that, you know, in these times right now uh, can can carry a person as far as, you know, from a financial standpoint? You know what I'm saying? Can can oh, a comedian hold it down right now that's, you know, getting getting good, good jobs, getting booked good, you know? Oh, definitely. Definitely, man. Yeah, you can make man, you can make a killing from this. Uh, especially if you're not trying to get your money from the clubs, the clubs, uh, you know, and I got checks sitting on my desk that say $50 on them, you know, that, yeah, that you're going to die. You're going to die living off of that. But when you're doing stuff like I did with gardens, man, I mean, I made a, I made a, a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? Like doing, um, corporate gigs, um, that are huge, um, like that. So, 
um yes you can make a big living off of this and um and even if you become a booker and um and produce your own shows it's even better man being an entrepreneur with this instead of being the slave you know what i'm saying getting whooped with the whoop you know what i'm saying you ain't got to get whooped the whoop you know you can be the whooper you know what i'm saying you you can crack what's it called cracker what's it what's it what they call it what is a cracker crack that whip you know what i'm saying like yeah you can be the crack in the whip you know what i'm saying you ain't got to be the slave man so that, yeah you know so yeah 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 you, you you can make a lot of money um in this business if you're good too but <laughs> at this point in time and you ain't really got to be talented in a lot of genres right now you just got to have a face and then people find out when they get there and then you won't see them again but um yeah that's why i make sure i am great <laughs> and, and what do you say about the colleges have you tapped in with any colleges uh for your comedy no i haven't and i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you because i'm 44 years old it scares me um one of the worst shows I ever had in my life were with 14-year-olds at a church for, I guess, this I don't know if this boy, he was black, but it was like a bar misfit or something. I don't know. Now, I wasn't supposed to say no, no sexual innuendo. Uh, and that was basically, I can't say none of my jokes. So I had to talk to these kids. The kids liked me, but the adults didn't. I said, well, it's for the kids. But that scares me because I'm like, uh, how do I identify with these 18 year olds up to, you know, like 28, like they ain't been to what I have. They ain't had, you know, uh, 19 million kids. They ain't been married yet. They ain't had a saying. life. So yeah, that, that's not your target. Is. Nah, they ain't my target. So the high, uh, the colleges, they scare me. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll put a set together um, that it'll be just for them. You know what I'm saying? But as of right now, nah, I went in no college. And I've seen some big time comedians uh bomb at colleges. <laughs> and I don't want to be one of them. <laughs> I feel that. I think you could I think you could reflect, you know, on your on your younger years with them, maybe, and tell them what not to do, right? In a funny way, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So and that that's something I would have to um like, you know, put on a car, like, oh, what can I talk to them about? That they will understand but you're right that's what i would have to do but i would actually have to sit down if that becomes a thing then you know then i would have to make it a thing but you're right because i i i i, I embellish on the part that oh i can perform anywhere you know like i did the lgbt joint this weekend you know saying i um i do churches i'm doing clubs you know saying i'm doing bar mitzvahs you know what i'm saying doing great in all these rooms but college is something I have not tried to tackle yet, and that will make me nervous. But you're right, and I'm going to work on that, and I'm glad y'all put that in my brain. Thank you, Tash, man. I definitely want to say, man, uh, earlier in the conversation, notice how you're able to carry on a conversation and be funny. So that's good for writing. It's good for sitcoms and, and also the variety of different um, events that you do. Fact. Have you ever did a a live show on facebook before a live show on facebook um well you know in the the way that you're talking not really but i have done live shows on facebook because i i do live comedy shows where you know i share it out you know uh by the way i forgot to tell you i got a tv channel called ubs and tv it's on roku amazon fire tv soon to be on apple tv as well um, but yeah, uh, with that, uh, sometimes I do live comedy shows 
in live events and whatever, and I put them on Facebook Live. As far as doing a Facebook show, I have not done something like that. I'm not against doing that because um, you know, I'm I'll be in the moment. Now I take that I have interviewed people um on my Facebook before. Yeah, I've done a couple of professional interviews. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I have. But I, I need to do more. I need to do it more. <laughs> well, I, I definitely got an idea, man. and and I don't think it's, I don't think it's been done before. And you know, we we like innovative when it comes to utilizing tools. And go on, go on. Somebody, the mic open. Can I hear the echo? Is that me? Oh, oh. I, I, I mute that. Yeah, man, it's just an idea that I hadn't even brought to the team yet. It was just something that I came across. Uh, we got monetized on one of our pages. And so an idea came to me, and, I, and I'll rap with you about it. But, uh, you know, I kind of want to knock down about five states in one night. And uh, I, I'll tell you the idea of how we get that done, right? Where we hit five states one night, charge about 50 to $75 a ticket. You know what I'm saying? And, that uh, sounds and sell- fire. Uh, so it'd be a dope idea, man. I think uh, it'd be something new. I, I like the way you tell your joke. It made me laugh. I'm over here rolling, but I still I heard the the intelligence in your comedy. Reminds me of that Dave Chappelle. How you can tell a joke, talk, be funny, where you have to listen to get the joke, and then you laughing like, wow, that was that was slick. You slid that in on me. So I like that, brother. So I definitely oh, want to. Oh, no, pause on that. Slid that in, brother. You know, I, well, you I, know, I it's a pause. Well, I, we talking about jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, but nah, you know, it's how it is, man. You know, definitely, dog. I I, I just see the potential in you, brother, that I, I definitely see why you're a comedian. And, I, and I'm definitely enjoying the interview and hearing your whole experience, everything like that. So where are you going next, brother? Are you doing, working on sitcoms? Are you fucking with music? I mean, not music, but movies? Are you are you messing with anything like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, right now, I'm not working on ex- a movie right now, but I, I do act. Um, I do have a movie that's on Amazon Prime called thankful for my family it's a thankful um it's a thanksgiving movie but you can watch it anytime man you're gonna laugh because you're gonna hear and see this young handsome delicious looking guy named katash he's gonna look like an old guy and that stutters a lot you know uh and it's actually um the character of my actual real grandfather um because he stutters i got all that whole stutter from bring it bring it Back, back, back in the damn building, boy. What, 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 what the hell you? What, what the hell you doing, boy? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like my granddaddy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a funny tale movie, man. Y'all gotta tell. You. Thankful for my family is on Amazon Prime Video, and um, great movie, man. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I look forward to doing um movies in the future. I just uh, right now, I just been really, really working hard on the comedy and get myself out here doing that but i'm gonna be jumping back into that because that's where the real money at for real you know acting you know what i'm saying so i do some comedic action acting and stuff like that that, that'd be what's up are you doing any skits or do you doing any virals going viral doing anything like that man see yes and no i'm not consistent i'm not you know i'm not like consistent like everybody else but i have, have so many funny ideas and i put them down or whatever but yeah yeah it, it's just so much work doing everything you know what I mean? doing shows and this and that so and, and there's a difference between a uh, online comedian and then you know your comedian that performs in that there's some exceptions to the rule because you got shula king shula king has a great comedic show he just was here 
uh, recently, and he'll be down in Atlanta when you guys are down in Atlanta as well. Um, yeah, but he uh, uh, he he can perform on stage, and he does great skits and stuff. Um, but a lot of those cats that do the skits and stuff, I mean, they stage performance don't be that good. But they're getting exposed, and, and now you got like DC Young Flies. He is funny on stage, and yeah, it's, it's a few more that's uh that does it. But you know, but yeah, man, I, it's it's difficult to do both. I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, and so this is what I do twenty four seven. You know, what I'm saying you, you gonna you gonna get that one skit every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? It is it's, it's not gonna get any better than that for now. <laughs> so yeah, but y'all do do it. <laughs> hey, I'll go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say uh, to close out. It definitely is a lane out there online, uh, making the money online and and social media and stuff. I made money off Facebook, and and I know other guys that do it. Uh, so. Do you think there is a difference between the comedian? Are they called comedians? Is it is it could it be a different category opposed to someone who can do it and kill it on stage, but then somebody who can kill it and do it online but can't do it on stage? Is this a different new era comedian or is it just a different style of it? It's just a different style. It's, I mean, it's, it's all comedy, man. It's like in you know, in living color uh versus you know uh damon wayne's on stage you know killing it you know everybody on that show can't get on stage and be a stand-up comedian you know um jim curry believe it or not he he did some good stand-up comedy i don't know if y'all even knew that but yeah you know saying but everybody on that show wasn't a stand-up comedian and couldn't do that you know david allegra is not a stand-up comedian but david allegra is funny as crap it's it's it's, it's still comedy it's this comedians you know saying i, I think uh, they called stand-up comics and then you got comedians that can do the other stuff or all of it together so yeah so the 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 true definition of a person that gets on stage and does comedy is a stand-up comic versus somebody who does uh you know all types of comedy is a stand-up comedian but you know we we it's it's changed and people say you know they interchange it but it technically is not really interchangeable. I mean, you know, I just want to say this though, brother, you made a great point uh, about in living color because a lot of those comedians or actors or however you stand up comedians or whatever, however you describe them. Some of them do have complaints about the online skits that are getting done. But then when you think about in living color, it's just a continuation of a TV show of a line of skits thrown together. Facts. right? Exactly. Like you said, a lot of those guys couldn't do stand up. So it starts to give more respect to the new age guys now because all they're doing is just taking a concept of doing their own TV show and just doing continuation of skits. They might not be that great on stage, but does that dilute them as a comedian? No, 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 that, 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 that doesn't. But I mean, it, it do it, when they come and try to do act like they do stand up comedy and they don't, then it, it do, it do do wrong. <laughs> they did they did, did did it wrong they did it wrong they did, don't do that <laughs> you know what i'm saying don't don't come to the stage acting like you can do stand-up comedy and we, we see you online and, and but you ain't funny and but you you got a lot of followers and i want to tell you the example of uh oh my god i'm gonna give you the example it's gonna be messed up but who cares i'm just gonna be real right now you know um you know them cast that um say hey baby what you doing baby what you doing baby Man, them dudes is terrible. Lord Jesus, 
let me not lie to you. Them guys, is, you know what I'm talking about? It's a light-skinned cat and a big chocolate dude. Um, And they were like, what you doing, baby? What you doing, baby? And every time he, and he be hopping around doing his little hump move, just looking at this cornball. But, you know, it's funny online, but this dude's doing it in person. And this is so, this Jake was sold out. These dudes got on stage with no laughs. Oh my God, it was terrible. It was terrible. But that's just a perfect example of what I just saw that. And I just like, oh my God, I can't believe I came to this show. I thought they were going to be funny. They were terrible. So I'm just saying, yeah, man. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that was too, just kind of like knowing your lane and kind of practice yes. where you jump in somebody else's. That's okay. right. That's yeah. right. Go ahead, Rip. I feel you. Uh, I just had a quick question, uh, Katash. I know we're getting close to the top of the hour. We got about 10 minutes uh, before we close out the room. Um, do you, I mean, you know, let, let's just be honest with it, man. Do you, do you, how you, how you do your comedy and, you know, when you observe people and like some comedians when they're doing stand up, they like to t- take the, the cheap route. I, I call it the cheap route. You know, when you don't have material, you start picking on the audience. You know, when you don't have things to, to that you've written or you can't memorize, you know how it is as an artist. Sometimes you forget your shit and you, you have to go to other metrics. Right. Some comedians go to the audience and they start picking on, you know, the audience sometimes because they don't, I, in my opinion, I feel like they run out of material. So let me ask you, do you observe situations and create comedy or can you create comedy just in your head? Uh, then that that would be in, in both. I, I agree with you on uh, people that you know they go and pick into the audience, uh, doing crowd work like for their whole set. That is, I you know they don't got no material and they they don't ran out. I don't forget what they gonna say or they trying to say, oh what how y'all doing? And we had a guy do that uh, yesterday at this big event I was at. And I was, yeah, just I mean like he was uh, he wasn't ready and uh, he got pulled off stage pretty quick. But um, <laughs> but yeah yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> uh a lot of uh, to be honest some things pop into my head but a lot of things be observant and most of my comedy is something that happened to me or somebody i know close by and i find uh, a way an outlet to make that work with what i'm talking about transition to what i'm talking about to working to a big you know you know, it, you're trying to make a connect, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so, you know, I might look and I see somebody I observe um, or I might remember somebody. I might see somebody that reminds me of somebody else I remember coming up as a kid. And I'm like, oh, that reminds me of such and such. Oh, man, yeah, remember the old man? He used to wave at every car that passed by. Like, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm like, wow, that reminds me of that guy. And I remember some things about that guy and I, and I just I use that character and I use that character and then you can see drunk people uh you're at the bar and you see all how the drunk people talk and um I mean I'm so crazy I'm this dude that I, I don't drink y'all I don't drink I've been drunk one time I don't like the way we feel I don't like being dizzy it's just not my thing um but I was at the bar and I was talking to the drunk guys like I was drunk and I really enjoyed it. it. It really felt like I was wrong for real. I was like, yeah, hey, man. Hey, you know what I'm Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, having a good time with them. And then you can use that character on stage. And 
that's something. Yeah, people watching is great, and I I love meeting um like old ladies or or, or, or ladies that just funny that would never get on stage, and you hear how they talk, and I'm like, man, I need another female voice. That's a funny female voice, and you just listen. You might even record the person. You might ask them, can I record you? And you might just do it, and then just go home and listen to it. And then, you know, it might be years, many, many years later, and you had that recording. And he was, oh, yeah, that lady, Miss Sharon. Hey, baby, how you doing? Hey, you know, you know, baby, I, I need this piece of chicken out my, how my, how my, how my armpit, baby. Get that piece of chicken, right? You know, and you got that voice that you can use in a different setting, man. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I like I like doing I like comedy I like people watching this fun I like pretending that I'm an autistic kid um yeah I was I was doing a movie uh and I was I was I played like an autistic kid in the movie and stuff and and I would walk around like that all day uh and um and I would go into restaurants asking people for a dollar and some people um they treated me kindly and other people treated me like they were scared of me and other people treated me like they i was a piece of trash you know what i'm saying and i enjoyed it because he's you just learning how people treat people man it's pretty cool man right now nah, i'm with you brother like you you, you watching energy and you feeling it too huh? yes yeah. yes good and bad so i got a question about this all lives matter man What's okay that's on what what What's some? Oh, no, it's not all lives matter. The name yeah, of I'll, this song I'll, is I'll, called No Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean. Tash, get on him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say. So you, how about you ask me uh, what do I feel about all lives matter? But, oh, uh, no, 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 I'm not going that route. No, no, no. I'm talking about the title, <laughs> the title of your song. It's called No Lives Matter. You want to tell us a little bit about that before I play it? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll give you a quick story about the song. Uh, it's a it's a reggae song, uh, you know. What I'm saying uh, just some rapping, some reggae on it, whatever. I I I get into that too, right? But um, the person that produced the track was a police officer, uh, a black police officer in my city, and um, and I was like, this song is about what's going on, um, what's going on with black people, you know. what I'm saying, but um, instead of going to Black Lives Matter and and then, you know, they say the blue lives matter. I say no lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Because who, who really caring about who really caring about what's going on here, man? So it's 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 like um, and I'm and then I'm going to let this go. But that police officer, I was marching with the Black Lives Matter movement and I didn't feel safe. And I asked him, are we going to be safe? Are we going to get killed? Are we going to get shot because we're standing up? And um, he's he says no. But. I want you to feel protected. So he gave me a bulletproof vest, which is illegal. Um, at least where I stay at, it's illegal for me to have a bulletproof vest. So I would feel comfortable being able to march with my people. So, um, yeah, man, and he's not on the police force anymore. Uh, but this, cause the police department here, um, they treat black people in the police department, just like they treat black people on the outside of the police department. But yeah, man, it's called, no lives matter and i want y'all to check it out because it's a deep message and um you know what I'm saying once you get past the uh the accent you know what i'm saying the, the jafakian accent um you, you're gonna love the song so yeah there you go bro let's get it man
No Lives Matter by Kataj, comedian Kataj. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You got to see the visual. Yeah, I was watching the visual. Um, I was trying to see if you could post the link up so uh, some of the audience members can can click on it real quick. But um, you probably didn't see your back channel. But nah, that that was hot, bro. Like, hey, man, 
That was how what y'all think about that, Tarika Ville. Yeah, it was lit. It was lit. I liked it. And um the message in it is, is really dope. That's what I love. I love music with music with message. Yeah, definitely a different side of you, dog. You're definitely versatile. Definitely a, I definitely got an idea for you, brother. I think you're gonna love it. Uh once we put it together, we definitely gonna call you. I like your comedy, I like your personality now, I like the, the maturity and the experience that you share with us tonight. Uh, amazing, brother. So welcome again to Conversions, Bars Over Beef, man. Ayachi Room, dog. It's been love. You know, check it out on the podcast, man. It's been amazing, man. I, I don't have anything else, brother. I enjoy myself. And this, this interview is only for an hour for a reason. Because you guys have so much more to share. We just want to get a piece of it so we can talk to you another time, my brother. So, again, welcome to Conversions, man. Y'all got anything else? I am good. I am satisfied. I got this E41 in my system. Hey y'all! I put the link up there for uh, the No Lives Matter. If y'all want to check that video out, man. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy visual. I did the visual too, by the way. I do visuals. All right, you know, yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. Well, shout out to you, Katash. You keep pushing, and man, thank you, thank you. You doing good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Much All right, love everybody here. Appreciate this interview. God bless y'all. Yeah, Katash, if you had anything, last message, brother, you want to drop anything you want to drop to the room, you know what I'm saying, a uh, quote, anything is up to you, brother, you got the flow. Yeah, 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 man, um, I'm going to get a little deep on y'all, man. It's a quote that uh, this wise man told me, and um, I'm going to tell y'all real quick, um, it just gets my, gets my, kind of touch my soul, is I, I rather, I rather fart and be ashamed than to shart and leave a stain from a wise Ooh. man. Say it, say it, say it one more time. One more time. <laughs> I'd rather fart and be ashamed than to shart and leave a stain. Thank you. <laughs> From the mind of a comedian. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. Love y'all, man. <laughs> hey, again, we here. Hey, we here with Ayachi Media, bars of a beef conversions, interview with Katash. Comedian, the rapper, the actor, the writer. Hey, man, he's, he's fathered 11 children. Okay. The man's put in the life. <laughs> so, again, man, welcome. Man, Thank 11 you. children on July 11th, man. And it's 11 people here right now. Woo! Wait. That's oh, crazy. Oh. Hey. You, you, know, you know the crazy thing about the other ones, other than the three that was my biological kids, they all had ADD, all different daddies. Okay, I'm done. And I pumped gas today and pump eleven. Man, come on now. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, yep. you did. And I and when I paid that twenty dollars because gas went down a little bit, he gave me a hundred and eleven miles. Hey, <laughs> 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 Taz, we'll definitely see you in Atlanta, dog. We got some business to talk to you about, my brother. So we'll be hitting you in the next few days, man. Talk about that. But again, thank you for coming to the room. We got another hey, one thank coming. Thank y'all. Yeah, you're welcome, brother. We're, who we got up next week, man? And we get in, we out of here. Man, let me, uh, who we got next week? Uh, I can't even remember. I ain't gonna lie to you. Bro. Ain't it so uptown? Oh, so uptown. So uptown. So uptown. Yeah. Man, that's Virginia. Man, that's we got Virginia a new song too. that just dropped. Hate. Man, it's fire. Y'all gotta check that out. I'm gonna be quiet, though, because it's Katash mode. <laughs> Katash, you from Virginia, too, ain't you? Yes, sir. You got somebody, you got 11 niggas from Virginia that's fire. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. And we had three of them on the uh, platform this season. 
Dang, dang. You know what I'm saying? Remember I said I had three biological kids. Man, this is working out really well right now. I'm yeah, I'm something going on. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hey, mama, mama, my side, mama, side, my side. Hey, and then Kamala Harris. All right. Not Kamala Harris. Get out of here, man. If I don't hear anything else from my co-host, man, Katash again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the audience. Thank you guys for coming in for the podcast here with Bars Over Beef Conversions. Thank you again. Enjoy the rest of your week. We out of here in the next three, two. Peace, peace, y'all. Peace, love, and hair grease. <laughs>